Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another episode of Bad Language from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am the podcast producer here at BTSC, and I am proud to be a part of BTSC. I've been here since 2015. I'm going on seven years when I met Jeff Hartman at a elementary school function. And he said to me, he said, Brian, what do you think about the Steelers this year? And I said, well, you know, I just read an article today about them. I'm pretty excited. It was an article about Lawrence Timmons. He goes, yeah, I wrote that. Like, what, do you, what do you mean you wrote that? Next thing you know, six days later, I wrote my first article. About a year later, I'm on a podcast with Jeff. After that, it's history. Now I am here, and you hear me three or four times a week. For some of you, that's way too much, and I get it. But, hey. It's my job now. This is what I do. And I appreciate you hanging out with me every chance you get and every chance I get to be on. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm a little fired up today. It is Memorial Day. And that is a very special time because we have to remember the people that fought for this country. We've got a lot of people talking right now about how they don't want to be in this country how they don't respect this country. A lot of things have happened. And look, I'm not political, so you don't have to worry about this getting into a rant. But remember how we got here and the people that made the ultimate sacrifice. We are free because of the brave, and you know that. And so thank you to all those people that got us here where we are. I do want to bring up a very, very special family Friends of mine that are like family, the White family here, I'm in Maryland, and they, you hear a lot about this woman around Memorial Day now. It's been over 10 years now since she was killed in action, one of the first women killed in action in Afghanistan, so I'd like to uh, pay tribute to Lieutenant Ashley White, who lost her life. That's who we remember on Memorial Day. And another thing, I'm just going to say it right now. When you go on Facebook and you thank your uncle that served and he's at your picnic slugging down an icy light, that doesn't count. That's what Veterans Day is for. Thank him on Veterans Day. I'm not going to thank my dad today. I'm not going to thank my, my son. I'm not going to thank all those people I know that fought, because that's what Veterans Day is for. Memorial Day is something different. So I'm just going to go out and say that. But I'm fired up for other things. And one of the main things I'm fired up today about, it's Deontay Johnson. Yeah, bad. I know what you're going to say. Deontay Johnson's not worth the money. Yeah. Look, I don't care what anybody thinks. Deontay Johnson is worth what Deontay Johnson thinks he is worth. Deontay Johnson is worth what the Steelers think Deontay Johnson is worth. It's okay for Deontay Johnson to have an opinion that he's worth something. It's also okay for the Steelers to say, all right, Deontay Johnson's worth something, but he's not worth that kind of money because we can't afford to pay it. That's Omar Khan's job. That is Art Rooney II's job. That's Mike Tomlin's job. That's now Andy Weidel's job to speak up about it. Also, 
That's their job. But it's also Deontay Johnson's job to say, hey, Christian Kirk got this much money. I got a lot more passes than Christian Kirk. Yeah, we say it all the time. I'm going to ask you a question. How many times do you tell your wife or your son or daughter or even you, I'm worth more. I'm going to go in there and demand that Kurt give me a raise because I do so much more. I tell you what, if they don't like it, I'm not showing up anymore. They could take this job and shove it. Yeah, take this job and shove it. It was a song in the 1970s. It was about angst of the worker not getting what they're worth. This city was based on unions. This country was based on unions and getting what you deserve. You're allowed to ask for it. But when Deontay Johnson comes out and says, I need more money, or I'm not going to come to minicamp, then it's not okay because he dropped a few passes. But wait a second. Deontay Johnson never said that. We're all putting words in their mouth. Mark Kabali, who I respect, came out and says, yeah, Deontay Johnson's not happy. We have not heard it from Deontay Johnson. I'm not saying Mark Kabali has not heard it, but we have not heard it. Everybody is putting things on. Now I'm hearing people say, well, we want hostages. We don't want hostages, excuse me. I know, it's Mike Tomlin's comment. And it's a great comment. It was perfect during the Le'Veon Bell years. But if you're bringing it out right now because a guy did not show up to minicamp, then you know what's happening? That is not good reporting. And I'm hearing it all over. I'm hearing it from everywhere. One thing, you're going to hear a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers news on BTSC. You're going to hear it here first. You're going to hear it here a lot. But one thing you are not going to hear, you are not going to hear hearsay. You might say, okay, it's been reported. But that's all you're going to hear. Now, look, we're not bashing Deontay Johnson because we don't know what Deontay Johnson is saying. You know what his tweet said? I ain't saying none. Okay, I don't know if it's if he's talking about Catholic school. If he's not talking about a nun, I don't know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. He's saying, look, I'm not saying nothing right now. Chase Claypool comes out. And I'm starting to respect Chase Claypool more and more. Chase Claypool's on the hot seat right now just for being Chase Claypool. Because he's not the superstar we want him to be yet. I think he's going to be. But he said something that I love. He said, look, you all need clicks. I get it. But Deontay's going to come in here and Deontay's going to be good when he comes in here. It's voluntary minicamp. I said that on a reply to somebody I respect who said the hostage comment the other day on Facebook. I got attacked like crazy. You people sticking up for these guys, you obviously don't know anything about the Steelers. (laughs) Okay? That's fine. You can tell me I don't know anything about the Steelers. I haven't been a fan for a long time. That's okay. Obviously, you don't know who I am. 
And that really sounds arrogant. And he said, hey, do you know who I am? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I talk about the Steelers. But when I talk about the Steelers, I talk about the Steelers with respect to the truth. You know what? When anything comes across the wire, BTSC gets it first almost every single time. But when we don't get it first, you know what we're doing? Do you know what Dave Schofield and Jeff Hartman and other guys on the editorial team are doing? They are searching for a reliable source before they report it because they are not going to report a lie. How many rumors have you heard that aren't true? My gosh, you hear it all the time. There's rumors that are not true. And somebody's out there reporting it. What happens when it doesn't come true? Do you ever hear them say, hey, I got duped. I'm wrong. Very rarely do you hear that. But my gosh, Honey Badger was about to sign. He's in Pittsburgh. He's swimming in Art Rooney 2's house. I don't know if that was ever said, but you know what I'm saying here. All of this stuff, this is going to happen. Don't use absolutes. And don't go crazy on a guy because he wants more money. I alluded to it earlier. You think you're worth more money at your job because you work hard. Why is it not okay for Deontay Johnson, who caught 100 passes or more, over 1,100 yards, to think that he's worth the money? Well, you know, he drops a lot of passes down the stretch and he's just not worth it. You know what? I'm going to tell you this right now. Do I think Deontay Johnson is here going to be here in 2023? No. I don't. Because the market has gotten to the point where receivers are receiving a lot of money. They really are. And I get it. But it's not going to be animosity filled it's not it is going to be one of javon hargrave they basically said to javon hargrave and if i'm not mistaken it was like javon that's good money that you're getting from the eagles we would love to give it to you we don't have the salary cap room that's what i'm imagining went on i'm not speaking in absolutes because i don't know But a lot of people were happy for Javon Hargrave. I know that for a fact. I was happy that Javon Hargrave went to the Pro Bowl last year. You know why? Because he earned it. He was worth the money. He was worth the money in Pittsburgh. The problem was they didn't have the money to spend on Javon Hargrave when they had all those other needs. When the Steelers drafted Chase Claypool, They drafted him for a reason. They drafted him thinking that after the season, Juju Smith-Schuster's gone. He ended up staying an extra year, but that was because he he was not able to get the contract he wanted. He left this year and didn't get the money that he thought he deserved, but he took the money and he's going to go ahead and prove what he can get, at least try to prove what he can get. Nobody hates Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster did it a classy way. Well, bad. These athletes, they think they deserve all this. Yeah, they do. Well, you didn't, back in the 70s, these guys didn't pull this crap. Oh, they didn't? 
Oh, they didn't? Some of your favorite players, some of the guys that you think are the greatest Steelers of all time, held out to the point that Jack Lambert was not a captain in 1977 because Chuck Knoll said, and I quote, you held out. You don't deserve to be a captain. <laughs> would you hear that today? No, no, no way you would not hear that today. Jack Ham, one of my Johnstown brethren, he held out. Mel Blunt held out. In fact, I think it was LC and Jack Ham that almost went to uh, the World Football League because they didn't like the contracts they were going to get. Franco held out at the wrong time. Franco held out in 1984 when they're like, uh, all right, we don't need you. We'd love to keep you, but I mean, we have other guys. That's fine. Nobody says a harsh word about Heinz Ward around here. But you guys were saying it in 2005 when he was holding out. You were mad that he was holding out. And because Dan Rooney and Heinz Ward had mutual respect, because they they met in a back room at the Latrobe Airport, they were able to get it done. And it got done. And Dan Rooney said, you might not get all the money you deserve, but we're going to take care of you. I've heard that before. I've heard that recently when I was applying for a job. I got the job, but they said, you probably deserve more than this, but this is what we can pay you. I still took the job. I wanted to take the job. And that is a situation that we're in. Businesses have to pay the money they have to pay. Well, these fat cat owners, bad, you know, they can do what they want. Well, when you got 53 plus guys to pay, you've got to be a money guy. That's why they hired Omar Khan as their general manager. They need a money guy. They don't want to lose the money guy. Now everybody's mad because they lost Brandon Hunt. They kept the money guy. They kept him over the scouting guy because there's more scouting guys out there. That's nothing against Brandon Hunt. I'm not, I would not be surprised if they told Brandon Hunt, hey, it's a good opportunity in Philadelphia. Go ahead. I think you'll be a general manager in this league. But the business they had to take care of, that's the business they had to take care of. Heinz Ward held out. Mel Blunt held out. Le'Veon Bell held out. And a lot of people didn't think he was worth the money. Well, hindsight will tell you that he really killed his career by holding out. That's true. But Deontay Johnson never said he was going to hold out. That's the thing. We're assuming that he's greedy because he didn't show up to voluntary minicamp. But he's still working out. We're going to talk about that a little bit more when we come back right after this on Bad Language from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Man, 
Welcome back to Bad Language on BTSC. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you for all of those that, well, they committed the ultimate sacrifice for the freedom that we have. My name is Brian Davis. Once again, I'm glad to be here. And I'm glad to be free to talk Steelers and talk Steelers the way I want. Hey, look, you could badmouth Deontay Johnson all you want. It's your freedom to do so. It's your right to do so. That's fine. But I'm going to call you out on it. And when I call you out on it, know that it's my freedom to call out. Because one thing that I'm seeking is seeking the other perspective. I talked about it before. I talked about it a second time. I'm going to talk about it again. When you think you deserve the money, you're going to march into Kurt's office or Fred or Mr. Carruthers, and you're going to say, I deserve this money or I'm leaving. Well, don't do it that way because that's not going to work. That's like saying you're going to tell off the cop when he pulls you over. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yes, officer. That's the way you get out of a ticket, not telling them off. I don't think that's ever worked. It's only worked when you're lying about it around a table full of Zimas and icy lights. I get it. But here's the deal. When you march into that boss's office, you're going to give him reasons why you want the money. Why you deserve the money. And isn't that what Deontay Johnson might be doing by holding out? Look, Deontay Johnson did not go to the Mitch Trubisky-led workout in Florida. He didn't go. He was working out with Mac Jones and some other players, too. What happened? Everybody was complaining about it. Then there was a tragedy and people stopped complaining about it. Now they're thinking about it again. He was still working out though. He was working out. You know he's not sitting on his butt playing Nintendo right now. Or Xbox or PS3. I mean Nintendo. Gosh, I sound like I'm from 1991. He's not. He's going to work. His numbers were good last year. Yes, he had some drops. He also had an aging quarterback. What were the Steelers without him last year? Now, here's the thing. I mentioned in this show in the first half that I don't think he's going to be around next year. But I will guarantee you that he is going to have the best 2022 that he possibly can and if it's a position where the Steelers try to keep him and he's still priced out of it then he's taking the money that he gets from somewhere else and you can't complain about it this has become a handshake a hug and a hey we wish you well on the other side league no one's mad at a player for another player for getting money Because they're players too and they want the money. And they see somebody get it. When Christian Kirk got the money, when Tyreek Hill got the money, he got him a lot of money. These guys were like, yes, good for them and good for me. 
because that just shoots up my market. And that's exactly what it does. The Tyreek Hill thing escalated quickly. That was fast. The Chiefs made out. They got draft picks. They lost a guy. But what did the Chiefs do? They brought guys in to supplement that loss. The Steelers are already looking ahead like they were looking ahead when they picked Chase Claypool. They're supplementing the loss by picking a guy in the second and the fourth. George Pickens and Calvin Austin III are here mainly for the reason that the Steelers might lose Deontay Johnson because they look ahead when they make picks. They are here to be the next guard. That's it. Are they here for 2022? What you get from them will be gravy. But what they expect to get from wide receivers are getting stuff and getting great production from Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and even though he's not a wide receiver, Pat Fryermuth. That's what they expect. What they get from these guys is great for now, but awesome for the future. That's why they're here. Now, I want to address one of the most absurd takes, and you're going to hear it every single time. And when I hear this take, I just cringe. You know what they should do? They should trade bad. They should go ahead and trade Deontay Johnson for Debo Samuel. What? All right. If you said that, I apologize to you now, but that's the most ridiculous thing ever. Debo Samuel is going to hold out. Debo Samuel is the guy that wants a huge contract too. So if the Steelers trade for him right now, then they've got a guy in Debo Samuel that's going to be unhappy because he wants the money that he's going to get. You're not just going to go ahead and get Debo Samuel and pay him the money that you can't pay Deontay Johnson. Oh my gosh, it's just incredible to me. Go ahead, trade him. If trading was easier said than done, it would be done. (laughs) That's it. I might have messed that up, but it's just not easy. It can't, I mean, you just don't do it. This is not fantasy football. When you get get your buddy Stoner Robbie and you say, hey, Stoner Robbie, I'm going to go ahead and trade you. I'm going to go ahead and trade you James Washington if you could go ahead and give me DeAndre Hopkins. And Stoner Robbie's like, you sure, man? I'll make that deal. Or you have your buddy that's a Packers fan and you're like, hey, I'll go ahead and trade you Marcus Valdez-Scanling. I'll give you him if you can go ahead and give me Tyreek Hill. He's like, oh, another Packer. My buddy Brad's a Packers fan. He'll do that deal in a heartbeat. He really would. But all I'm saying is those trades don't get made. It's not fantasy football. It's not Madden where all you have to do is convince a computer that you're going to make a trade. And you're like, man, I'm GM of the gosh darn year. I'm amazing. I should have this job. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. 
If you think you are worth something, then that's fine. If Deontay Johnson thinks that he is worth the money, then I love it. I love that Deontay Johnson thinks that he is worth the money. Because Deontay Johnson's going to go out and attempt to play like he is worth the money. And if he gets it from Pittsburgh, if he puts Pittsburgh in a position where they have to give him the money and the Steelers do it, you're going to be mad at the Steelers. You're also going to be mad at the Steelers if Deontay Johnson has 1,800 yards this season and they let him go. You're just going to be mad because as Steeler fans, God bless us all, we want to be pissed off about something. We need to have that bad guy. Deontay Johnson is our bad guy right now. And when he's gone, Chase Claypool might be our bad guy. We got to have that guy that we're worried about blowing up. My gosh, Deontay Johnson had, when he had a good season, people were like, I'm afraid he's going to turn into a, an Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown wanted to get fired. He was George Costanza from Seinfeld. He just didn't take the Super Bowl trophies, hook him onto his car, and ride around the parking lot. If we would have saw that, would have seen that episode, maybe he would have done it. But you just got to understand, not everybody is a bad guy because they want more money. If you think that somebody in your household is worth the money, you tell them to march into that office. Why is it okay to say that Deontay Johnson can't ask for that money? Because they're greedy athletes. Oh, bull. They're not greedy athletes. The whole system's built on greed. The owners are greedy. And you know what? Our lives are built on it too. Mr. Carruthers down at the plant, he's greedy. Because he doesn't want to pay you all the money because he needs to go ahead and make sure that the company sees the profits so they keep them and give you less. And you're greedy because you want more. I don't consider that greedy, but if that's the game, that's the line we're going to draw, then yeah, we got to call it that. I've seen it here at BTSC. People that don't do their work ask for more money. We're like, no. But people that do their work and go above and beyond, we find our way to make sure that they want to stay. And if somebody walks into me as the podcast producer and says, bad, I just got an offer for five shows a week. They're going to pay me all of this money. I and I can't touch it, I'd be like, dude, I would love to keep you. But I can't pay you that. It's not that I don't think you're worth it because I think you're worth it. I just don't have that money from SB Nation to give to you. Because I have these other people and we don't pay these guys much at all. We don't. I don't get paid much at all. Really don't. We do it a lot because we love it. And for some people, it is a stepping stone and I get it. But all I'm saying is I would, sh- I would shake that guy's hand 
And I'd, I'd say, hey, I'll be on your show sometime. Don't be a stranger. Let's be friends. Let's be cohorts in this whole media thing. And I'm going to give you one piece of advice. Do it right. Don't sell out. Do it right. But if they're going to get money from somewhere else that I can't give to them, heck, man, that means that they made it. And I think it's awesome. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. I might say that. Just worry about fool's gold. I might say that. But you got to know that this is about people. And the last I checked, Deontay Johnson is a human being. Last I checked, Deontay Johnson wants to make money for his pursuit of the American dream and to take care of his family. We heard it from Kenny Pickett last week. Kenny Pickett said, hey, when I make that big contract, I'm going to retire my dad. He deserves it for everything that he's done for me. He's got to make that money to do it. And when we think that when Kenny Pickett throws an interception or five, he might throw 30 touchdown passes, but are we going to hold against him the five interceptions that he threw and say he's not worth the money because he throws he threw an interception down the stretch in a December game against Baltimore and blew the game? Just like we're saying about Deontay Johnson, who doesn't screw up a lot, but when he does, it's it was in spots where we didn't we couldn't afford for him to screw up. Players are gonna make mistakes. And your son that you think should walk in to Mr. Carruthers' office and say, Hey, I deserve all this money, he's made a mistake at work. I make mistakes at work. You don't make them twice. You don't make a habit out of it. But you try to get better. So, I'm just saying, look, I kind of waged war on some of you for taking the stance that Deontay Johnson ain't worth that money. Okay, you know what? Show me the perfect player that has not made a mistake. And that's the only guy worth the money at that point. Again, I don't think the Steelers are going to be in the sweepstakes for Deontay Johnson, but he's a wide receiver and he's going to make the money. Somebody's going to pay him the money they think he deserves. The Steelers might want to pay it. They might not, but that's the business decision for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Deontay Johnson's decisions are business for the Johnson family and the pursuit of DJ 18's American dream. Now, as far as Deontay Johnson goes, we might have a different conversation when he holds out in training camp. Let me say that again. If he holds out in training camp. Because guess what? There are no absolutes. We don't know. We don't know what he's going to do. I've read articles that Deontay Johnson is only hurting himself. He's not hurting himself yet. If he holds out in training camp, that might hinder what he's trying to do. But that's if. 
and we're all worried about the if. Let's worry about now. Let's worry about all these players staying healthy, including Deontay Johnson. Let's worry about the big problem of Deontay Johnson having an amazing year and the Steelers having a look in the couch cushions to try to keep him. That would be a great scenario. Let's worry about that problem. Let's hope that's what happens. Man, we worry too much about stuff that's never going to happen sometimes. And just remember, all your vitriol right now against a guy that hasn't really said nothing or ain't going to say none, well, then go back in time and give it to Jack Lambert, give it to Jack Ham, give it to Mel Blunt, give it to Heinz Ward, and give it to countless others. I'm going to say this Mike Merriweather, I talked to him 10 years ago. I said, man, I was crushed when he left. He goes, yeah, I should have never held out and left. Should have never forced a trade to the Minnesota Vikings. Should have never done it. He said that to me, to my face. And I respect that. He was a young kid. He didn't know. And we have agents that want their 10%, so they don't care. But instead of hating on Deontay Johnson right now and saying he's not worth it, support him and hope he puts us in a position where he's great and you don't want to lose him. And then at that point, the Steelers will be the bad guys because they're not paying him or can't pay him. And that's a different conversation. My name is Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. BTSC is the place for all of your Pittsburgh Steeler needs. With mini camps going on, with these type of situations going on, you know you're going to get the truth here. You're not going to get hearsay. Check it out. Also, check out some great shows. This morning's Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman was fabulous. I want you to go ahead and check that out. I'm going to be on a little later on this evening. I'm going to be on with my good friends, Tony Defio and Shannon White with The Hangover. Tomorrow, you get Jeffrey Benedict from The Cutting Room Floor. And then tomorrow night, you get The Scobro Show, as well as tomorrow afternoon. Don't forget The Steelers Fix with Andrew Wilbar and Jeremy Betts, or Jeremy Betts and Andrew Wilbar. Once again, I'm Brian Anthony Davis. This has been Bad Language. I will see you next week, but I'm going to tell you this. I ain't apologizing for nothing. Oh, let me say that again. I ain't apologizing for nothing.